With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, you can have your say on it, but let's speak to the AFL. Their head of broadcast operations and scheduling is Josh Bowler. He joins us. Josh, thanks for your time on Sports Day. Thanks for having me, Kane and Jared. There not is a, only one me. exception to me not being obsessive about the uh, draw, and that's Thursday night footy. So, so far it looks good. Can you guarantee us you're going to give us a 50-50 split uh, between round 16 and uh, the end of the season? And if not, why not? Uh, so w- this is the first time, Jared, that we've run Thursday nights for more than six in a row. Yep. And so there's a, a bunch of factors that go into Thursday nights, including days breaks um, and quality of matchups. And so we'll, we'll make a call on that when we build the, the second part of the fixture uh, in the early parts of next season. So there is a chance there'll be more Thursday night games? We'll, we'll make a call on that depending on uh, how everything goes early in the season. When you say depending on how everything goes, what are the factors that go into that? Uh, so d- day's break is clearly a significant one um, and, and this has been uh, enabled by uh, additional five-day breaks and um, some clubs are taking two in the first 15 rounds, which is sort of more than we've ever seen before. So uh, player welfare and, and match-up quality and what those, what those round structures are looking like uh, are probably the three key factors. Mm. Does the broadcaster come into that as well? Like, does Seven want more Thursday night games? Uh, yeah, we we will always work with the broadcaster on the fixture, clearly, um, and they, they'll probably be looking eagerly to see how the how the viewers are responding to more Thursday nights as well. So, if it rates its socks off, um, player you... welfare goes out the window, and we oh, get more have... Thursday <laughs> night games. Is that fair, Josh? Uh, not quite, no. Okay. <laughs> What's the hardest thing? Like, I mean, we we are all sympathetic to the fact that this this isn't easy to put this together, and you get some requests in from all the clubs. You factor that in. You talk about player welfare. You got to factor in ratings, crowds. There's so many things. But in your mind, what's the hardest thing about uh, getting this done? Look, you're right. There's a lot of factors that go into it, and I think the hardest part of the fixture is that it's a bit of a what I call a net zero process where um, every decision you make there, there's a winner, but there's also a loser. And, and you've got to make those decisions um, on balance uh, in the context of every club's fixture. So who in your mind are the big losers? Because uh, the pies, the premiers of last year, according to columns I've already read in the, in the papers are saying that they're the big winners. It depends what you judge a fixture on. Jared, yep. some, if you judge it commercially, um, obviously Friday night, Thursday night games come into it, and then um, some clubs will judge it on uh, matchups, days breaks, uh, all of those more footy-related things. And so, just depends on what lens you're looking at. And, and I think every fixture has some positives and some negatives to it. Yep. Um, and so, it's, it's what's a priority for a club. Now, Josh, the, the cynic in me would say that the AFL are desperate for Gold Coast to play finals. I thought they got the biggest free kick of any side. They double up games against North and West Coast, 16th easiest draw according to the AFL website. They've got the bonus of taking on Richmond in opening round. Are you desperate for the Suns to play finals this year? Uh, 
Uh, we clearly want the, the Suns, and as, as well as a bunch of other clubs, to compete really well and, and fight it out for finals. Um, the, as I think you were talking about earlier, the, uh, the easiness or difficulty of a draw uh, will, ne- will not be known until the end of next year, and we see every year that clubs improve and, um, and decline in form. Um, but, look, the exciting thing is we've got um, most clubs in the in the draw next year look look like they're going to improve. So um, it's going to be fascinating to see who comes to the top. How many uh, how many hours does it take you to put this draw together? Uh, well, so it's a it's a fourteen week process, um, uh, start to finish, and uh, there's sort of a, probably three weeks of uh, pretty intensive, uh, basically r- running a lot of versions of the fixture to try to ultimately find one that has. Um, it sort of meets all our our requirements as part of it. And does and do you try to are, are you conscious of the fact that every club needs to get some exposure at the MCG from a from an interstate's perspective because some clubs get one, other clubs get three. Absolutely, yeah. So so we'll ensure that every club plays a, at least one game at the MCG. Is that enough um, though? One should should the Giants get more exposure given they were grand finalists last year? Look, so the, the fix is a bit of a puzzle and, and also a maths equation, right? And so um, there's only so many away games to spread amongst clubs. And so clubs will generally get between sort of one and three um, games. And, and that'll change depending on a bunch of factors um, as to who their opponents are in which round. And, and it's, it's just another factor in building a fixture. So is it fair to say, given that the Tigers over the last uh, five or six years have been the Friday night and we're, expo- we're, we're a chance, Thursday night specialists get as much exposure as anybody, that you don't think that they're going to be much good this year because you've only given them a couple? Look, they've, they've got a couple and they've also got um, some big marquee matches in there in Anzac Eve and, right. and Dreamtime. Um, so that comes into it? Absolutely. Um, and ultimately, we'll see how they, they, they play it fair this year. Um, it's in the context of the various match, matchups they have in that first part of the season. And yep. so um, suddenly, it, with the floating fixture, if they're playing really good footy, you, you'll probably see them okay. get a um, bit of reward. Back. With, with, the, with the floating fixture, what, do you, are you conscious of the feedback you get from fans? Like, ideally, it's, it's great for broadcast and we get the better games in the back half of the season, but those who want to get married or want to travel to, to see their team aren't able to book that in. And uh, do you acknowledge that feedback from fans? Uh, so, yes, uh, I think we've found the balance with the floating fixture uh, where there's enough certainty um, to, to plan out the first 15 weeks of the season and, and in the back end, you're getting at least six weeks. And so we haven't seen any impact on crowds as a result. And I think we saw the benefits of it last year and the year before with some amazing run home to finals, getting some really exciting games in, in the right time slots for, for people to, to watch. Friday night's uh, start time has been a frustration for uh, a lot of people over the uh, years. You've, um, you've, you've settled on 7.30. Um, where did you start your negotiation at? Sorry, 7.40. Where did you start your negotiation? Because I think it's probably 20 minutes too late for most. So we've been, been working with, with Channel 7 for the last couple of weeks and we think 7.40 is the right time. It's, it finds the balance between people who have a work day and then need to travel 
into watching a game of footy, um, but also brings it 10 minutes earlier um, to, to address the concerns of the fans, which we heard loud and clear, that 7.50 too late. Mm. Mm. So, you, so you, you didn't think it would be 7.20 like Thursday nights? You've pushed that out. So did Channel 7 need 10 more minutes on uh, Thursday night to sort of pay for the 10 minutes they've given up? Oh, look, we worked with them to get to get the outcome, yeah. um, and, and we don't think 7.30 is uh, too late. That's a consistent night time slot um, in in many rounds. A couple of uh, rounds, you've got the double header on, on Friday. I'm seeing it in round three, that you've got it in gather round. There might be one other. Has that worked for you? Uh, so so we, we use it, um, what I'd say, strategically. So uh, round three is obviously Easter, um, and so... That's Good Friday. Uh, we have a the Good Friday Super Clash as a twilight game rather than a night, so it just gives mm. an opportunity um, to play a game. This year, it's in in Perth on Good Friday night, um, and Mother's Day uh, weekend sees another double header, uh, just to avoid um, an additional game on Mother's Day, which does have an impact on on crowd. And that's the probably the number one thing that's in just about every club's fixture request is to avoid Mother's Day. Yeah, hasn't been a couple of. Sorry, Sorry, Jared. You've seen Josh. You've sent a couple of big clubs down to Geelong, a big drawing mm. Victorian clubs in in Hawthorne and the Tigers. Is, that's due to the increased capacity at GMHBA, is it? Uh, yeah, that's certainly a factor. Um, so Geelong obviously play two games at the MCG, and and crowd is a factor in in the teams we schedule there. But uh, they they have to play a range of teams, and and we'll rotate teams through that. To play them away at GMHBA Stadium. Does a six-six-six rule apply still in the in the scheduling? Uh, yeah, so the the weighted rule is the framework of uh, how the double matchups can occur, um, and and so that has evolved with with the inclusion of gather round, um, which to have six double matchups from five. But yes, that's still the the rule. So how does a team like Hawthorne get? a really difficult draw, like a, a top eight sort of tough draw when they finished in the bottom four. There's a few Hawks fans asking that off our text machine. Yes, yeah, so, so the framework allows each club to play uh, the teams in their own group either two or three times and the, the teams in the other groups either one or two times. So um, you'll see clubs throughout the fixture with a, a two top, two middle, two bottom fixture. And like we say, the... The, it's all based on previous year's finishing positions, and so that that may look harder. It may look easier at the end mm. of the season next year. Josh Bowler is with us, the AFL Head of Broadcast Operations and Scheduling, a few hours after the fixture has been released. I think the Giants have been hard done by, Josh, and I get they're not a high drawing uh, in terms of a, a crowd, but they played terrific football. They're a great product. They've only got one Thursday night game, no Friday night games. They've cop trips everywhere. They're going to Perth, Mount Barker, Geelong, Tassie, Adelaide, Brisbane and Ballarat. Do you think they've been hard done by the Giants after their uh, excellent season last year? No, not at all. Um, so that they obviously feature um, in the opening round on a Saturday night, which is a great time slot in Sydney against Collingwood. So that'll be an absolute blockbuster and um, an Anzac night as well. is going to be a great game against a, a club who played in the grand final. Um, and, and they have uh, a lot of Saturday Twilight games, which is a, a really strong performing crowd slot for them. So um, I think they've, they've got a pretty well-balanced fixture. Josh, do you take into consideration how many 
times a club has to travel because uh, clearly some travel a lot more than others. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a reality of um, having a, a national competition with um, the, the sort of spread of clubs as, as they are. Um, so the non-Victorian clubs will generally travel every second week outside of um, p- playing local derbies. Um, and then we balance the Victorian travel uh, to be aligned with the, the sort of total available. So each, each Victorian club will travel either six or seven times um, plus any... Uh, other home games that they play outside of Victoria. Now, what was the square up for Adelaide? The cock up with the goal umpire. Uh, what did you What did you sort of give them as a bonus? Uh, no, nothing. That that wasn't a factor at all. In, nothing. In the fixture process. No. Gee, <laughs> they've done they've done pretty well, Adelaide, but nothing like outstanding. I think they've got uh, sort of six prime time games, three on Thursday three on Friday. There's a magnificent Thursday night showdown, yep. Josh, which we've That's been all be been bonus. crying out for. So congratulations on that. That's a highlight. Thank you. Uh, so Adelaide are obviously an exciting team and, and fans loved watching them in the back part of last year. So um, there's some really good matchups which have, have worked well on, on Thursday and Friday nights. We, in Adelaide... Um, generally get strong crowds in those time slots and um, hopefully they continue on the up and keep playing exciting footy. You've been fantastic, Josh, answering all our questions. There is only one more that all our people want to know. Just to put this into perspective, who do you barrack for? I don't barrack for anyone. Okay, I thought you might be. <laughs> what I about as a kid, be, Josh? Uh, Who's your team as a kid? No, no, I won't be. No, no he's an atheist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who does your family support? The old... <laughs> uh, my, my mother, I'm from Perth. Okay, okay, all right. Well, he can't be a West Coast fan because they, they've copped it, and rightly so with the fixture. Josh, it is always difficult to front up and answer, answer the question. No one, uh, not everyone is always happy with this, but you've done a pretty good job for us this evening, and we appreciate your time on Sports Day. No worries. Thanks for having me. Good on you, Josh. Josh Bowler there from the AFL on the fixture. The winners and losers, according to me, coming up next. We're here for Kia. The Kia Sportage, Seltos, the EV6 GT. And for Maccas, 30 Days, 30 Deals is back at Maccas.